This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times and The Straits Times where we break down actionable financial tips. This episode is brought to you by OCBC Bank. I'm your host, Chris Lim, and today we're talking about how to set yourself up financially so that you can avoid common mistakes or misconceptions and just focus on your career. Basically, this is Financial Adulting 101. With us today is Vanessa Lim, who is 19 and a temp at the Business Times, and Kelvin Goh, OCBC Bank's Head of Investments and Wealth Advisory. Vanessa will graduate from Poly this year and get a job. Kelvin's going to help us figure out how she can set up financially so that she can start a career on the right note, focus on working hard, and not have to worry about having the wrong type of bank account, spending beyond her means, or missing out on interest or credit card benefits. Hi, Kelvin and Vanessa. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Vanessa, as you look forward to starting your career in earnest, what are some of your worries and concerns? I've heard that I've had to have at least two bank accounts, one for paying bills and one for saving. But I don't want to have to worry about constantly moving money across these two accounts. But I don't want to have to make a big change later and not have enough money for future plans like a house or whatever. And I don't want to get settled with a credit card debt either. But I also don't want to miss out on card benefits. So, do you have any advice for that? See, Kelvin, Vanessa's concerns sound like what many folks would have just starting out their careers. You know, this is quite common. For example, in a Jan Feb 2019 Frank by OCBC survey of 866 students and young working adults aged 16 to 29, only two-thirds managed to stick to a budget or even have an expense budget. And two out of five struggled to stick to their savings plans. Are there any easy answers here? Any good step-by-step tips? What advice do you have for her and others in her position? Thanks for those questions and I hear Vanessa's points as well. I think in this day and age, it's getting easier and easier to get into the savings habit. Although I have to say that with a lot of things which are going on online right now, the incentive to spend is also very high. But one thing at OCBC that we try to inculcate is in terms of the savings habit. One tip that I can actually suggest is automate a lot of these savings plans. And what do I mean by that? If you can designate a certain date, whereby if you know that money inflows are indeed coming in, and you set a date by which money can then be put aside for saving purposes, I think that will actually be the best bet, simply because you're paying yourself first, you're paying yourself into another account, separating a sum of money before you decide to spend the rest of your money. I think that's one of the best ways to start getting into the savings habit. And with all the tools that we have online, you can actually set the date, you can set it just after times where major inflows of money is coming in. And I think that'll be one of the best bets to get things started. Give us some concrete example, actually. I mean, what would most people automate as a very first step? If I use myself as an example, in terms of my salary, let's say if it's credited on a certain day of the month, what I've done is that on the OCBC internet banking channel, I can set dates where I can move all these monies around. So if I have a separate account that I've designated to put aside for my kids, let's say for example, the day one when the money is in, I can automate the transfer such that on the next day itself, the money goes into that. So I think it's one of the most cleanest and effective ways because again, back to my point, you are paying yourself first, you are setting aside a sum of money, not at the end of the month, in which case there could be other concerns as to whether or not do I have enough monies left. You're prioritizing your saving goals first and you're paying yourself at a time where you have those inflows so much so that you have less worries down the road as to, oh, do I have enough money at the end of the day? So again, back to my point, it's all about inculcating that habit. And the best thing about having it automated is that you don't have to worry too much about it. It will just continue for the next few months, next one year. And before you know it, it becomes second nature. 
right now I have two accounts, but do you think I can stick with one bank account, such as OCBC 360, even after working for a few years without losing out on perks like good interest? Well, yes, you can stick to the OCBC 360 account. So OCBC 360 account is meant to deepen our relationship with our clients. So essentially, the more transactions that you do with the bank, the more you will earn in terms of interest. Now, to the point with regards to savings, if you were to increase your balance in the OCBC 360 account, that will also give you some form of incremental in terms of the interest. So to my point, if you were to increase your account balance by $500, at least as compared to the previous month, for the first 35,000, you get 0.3%, and for the next 35,000, you get 0.6%. Okay, and we also have what we call a boost component. If you increase your account balance from the previous month balance, that's just going to add on to my previous point, you will get an additional 1%. So to these points, as long as you are consistently saving and increasing your account balances with regards to the OCBC 360 account, you will derive a higher interest, and I think that's to your advantage. Subsequently down the road, then yes, we do have other accounts that you can also consider should you choose to actually put aside. But I think as someone who is starting out per se, you can use the OCBC 360 as your main transactional account. Down the road where other needs or other small specific needs that you want to do, then yes, you can also look at some of these accounts as well. So basically, bank and earn accounts such as OCBC 360 are a good starting point for someone getting their career and can grow with them. Yes, and we also want the bank to grow with our clients as well. Now, if you like these tips so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and rate us. Now back to our conversation with Kelvin Goh from OCBC Bank and Vanessa from The Business Times, where we've been talking about Financial Adulting 101. So, Kelvin, the last thing I want to do is end up drowning in credit card debt when I'm only starting my career. But I've heard that paying cash for everything means you miss out on perks. How do I stay prudent without missing out? Credit cards, they do have their pros and cons as well. Used wisely, a credit card can be a very, very efficient tool for managing your spending. You are absolutely right. There are a lot of perks that can be used when I spend on the credit card. So take, for example, I can do it on cashback. I can use it for air miles, which is quite a popular thing to do. Another tip that I think that one should be mindful of, especially when you're making installment payments, is that you should at least ensure that you have sufficient resources in place to pay off your, not only on the monthly rollovers, but also for the full sum of expenses incurred. And why this is important is that you do not want to run into a situation whereby you roll over on your monthly credit card debt. That presents another set of problems because you'll be incurring credit card charges as well, and that could be quite expensive. I guess one of the main things when it comes to credit card spending is to manage or to know for yourself how much that you can and are willing to spend. So one practical tip that I can suggest is to set a credit limit on your credit card. So by knowing what is the amount that you can spend on a monthly basis, putting that as your limit per se, you won't run the risk of overspending. I also just want to also add on to my previous point with regards to the OCBC 360 account. So while the bank always encourages our clients to plan prudently and to make sure that they spend wisely, credit card spending is also one of the components with regards to the OCBC 360 account. So on the assumption that you have, let's say, the first 35000 in your account balance, you will get 0.3% if you spend at least $500 on OCBC credit cards. For the next 35000 in your account balance, you actually get 0.6%. And I think that's back to the point, by using a credit card, it's also one of the more efficient ways to spend rather than using cash because these are things that you will not necessarily get if you were just to spend cash by itself. Sounds like there are two points here. One is that a credit card shouldn't be used in lieu of being able to actually afford something. Yes. Yeah. It's a payment method 
and then a very efficient payment method, yep. but it's not a backdoor to overspending. Yes. But depending on what kind of bank account you have, the right credit card and the right bank account means that interest tiers maybe can grow with you when you're ready to take on larger financial commitments. That's absolutely right, Christian. Mm-hmm. So um, personally, I don't have much self-discipline in the area of saving. Are there any tools that I can use to help me budget or track my expenses and income? Is an Excel spreadsheet good enough? Yeah, that's a good question. And I'm glad that you are also looking to track your expenses. I would say at the end of the day, any tracking of expenses is very much dependent on your lifestyle, your comfort level in using these tools, okay? If you find something online that's of use to you, sure, that's fine. You can use a notebook. You can even use an Excel spreadsheet, which I've seen some people do. What we have done at OCBC is that we've introduced this program called Money Insights. So Money Insights allows you to do a couple of things, namely to track your expenses. It also allows you to set certain goals with regards to saving priorities. What we are hoping to achieve with regards to Money Insights is for our clients to gain better insights to how they are using their cash inflows and to be mindful of where their money is going out into. So once they have a good sense of monies coming in, how are they spending these monies, where are their monies going out into, this ultimately allows them to be aware of any blind spots that they might have. And I think at the end of the day, it's very good for any of us to know what's our spending patterns, to be mindful of certain things that we might be more inclined to so that we can actually take steps to actually correct those. And yeah, once all these things are in place, together with habits on saving, together with budgeting properly, I think all these things taken together will at least be able to help you budget much better. Mm. Vanessa, do these tips seem like steps that you can follow that are actually useful to you? Yeah, I think the point on having a way for me to track my expenses will help me since I tend to spend in certain areas and that will help me track it. So yeah, well, it looks like we've had quite a few pieces of advice here, a few steps. I mean, first step was really automate. If you have an account that you want to transfer money to every month, make sure that's automated so it's not optional for you. Build in that discipline when it comes to credit card spending. Don't use credit cards in lieu of actually being able to afford something. So although credit card spending, when coupled with one of these bank and earn accounts such as OCBC 360, might entitle you to more interest if you're ready to move there, don't do that if you're not ready to take on that debt. But when you're ready to spend more, when you earn more and ready to spend more, such accounts can grow with you. And avail yourself of all these tools that are built into many accounts these days, bank accounts. I mean, look at your money flow. Look at what you're spending on. Look at how much money is going out and going in so that you understand your own spending patterns and know where you might have to rein in yourself. So lots of food for thought. Financial Adulting 101. Thanks, Calvin and Vanessa, for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips on Financial Adulting 101, career financial planning, brought to you this episode by OCBC Bank. Please subscribe to Money Hacks or Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts or Spotify, and like and rate us. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.